As we enter 2024, it's crucial to assess your budget, debt, and investments in alignment with your financial objectives. To help kickstart the process, we've put together steps to help you get started. Welcome in to your retirement with Sam Jones. Welcome to Your Retirement. I'm Chuck Caton, and in studio is Luke Van Abel from Dual Financial Strategies. As uh, Sam Dual and Andy Schooler are out on assignment, and I'm assuming they're getting that Christmas shopping done. But uh, I think that, uh, uh, Luke, it's always great to have you on this program. And uh, we've got a lot of things to talk about as we get ready for 2024. As you just mentioned before, this process uh, might be a little easier than one would think. Uh, so I know that you've got uh, several simple steps to help set uh, people up in our audience, anywhere in the Fox Valley that they're listening to us, setting them up for financial success in 2024 and, of course, beyond, because uh, we've seen the last few years be a little rough on the, uh, uh, the economy and the ability to probably increase that portfolio as uh, some of our listeners have uh, approached retirement in that retirement red zone. So uh, I guess you've got to do some adjusting uh, from time to time, and that means revisiting uh, perhaps your uh, household budget, right? It does. And I know we hammer on this over and over, but the reason we do this, uh, because over the last 11 years, as I've helped families to and through retirement, um, I've seen um, this this the same pattern of not knowing how much they're spending going into retirement. And I get it. We don't want to live on a budget, but transitioning into retirement and getting great advice starts with great information first. So what are some things that you should do or consider um, as you're looking at revisiting your household budget? Well, you want to begin the year by revisiting your budget. Have a time. Maybe it's not the beginning of the year. Maybe it's throughout the year that you um, go back and take a look at that. Um, you know, evaluate as you're looking at it, evaluate, you know, your average monthly income relative to what you think you're living on every single month, because sometimes that's a little bit different. Sometimes you've got a little extra income. Other times, maybe it's a little bit tighter. And we want to divide out those expenses that you've been living on. So when you're thinking about you know, taking those credit card statements, taking those debit card statements to get down to a monthly expense number, divide out what portion is fixed, what we call, you know, just kind of got to have food, clothing and shelter expense. And what is more variable or um, flexible, what we would call um, non-discretion or discretionary, more discretionary in nature expenses. And then from there, we can help identify and prioritize your financial goals for the year. You know, if that's this year, if that's retirement this year, if that's next year, we're starting to think ahead so that we've got a plan for that. And then also assessing your budget is crucial given, you know, the persistent high inflationary environment that we've been in. And this could require some adjustments over time. So we're not chiseling this in stone. We're not saying that, you know, there's no flexibility here, but we've got to start somewhere. Um, and this is a great place to start with having an, a grasp on your spending. Absolutely. And having that grasp is actually going to the supermarket and probably turning off the television and radio when it comes to the yeah. 
yeah. pundits are saying, oh, it's not that bad. I mean, look at inflation's dropped. I mean, you've got some mindless people in the uh, administration uh, trying to sell the fact that uh, uh, when things went up 30 percent, now that they've dropped 10 from there, that you're, hey, you're okay. What's wrong? <laughs> you know? Right. And it's ridiculous. Hey, we're talking to Luke Van Abel here on Your Retirement for Dual Financial Strategies about uh, basically getting a retirement lifestyle review, and we're uh, checking some points that you should be checking on as we uh, approach the new year. And one of the things is uh, uh, the emergency fund. I don't think that can be underestimated, can it, Luke? It can't. I mean, we want, and we hear this over and over. Most of you know this. It's it's second nature at this point. Um, we want to ensure that we've got extra funds for the future that you know could pop up. That's a given. Um, you know, they say three to six months worth of living expenses. Um, but for those of you that are in retirement or nearing retirement and planning for that, seeing those are the areas that we help in the most, you might need more than three to six months living expenses. Especially, you know, a scenario that pops into my mind, Chuck, is families that maybe want to retire early before the traditional retirement age when you can start accessing those retirement funds. If you want to be best positioned for that, well, you're going to need more than three to six months living expenses because otherwise, where are you going to pull that money from? You know, we don't want to go and tap those retirement accounts and take a penalty to do that. That would be not wise. So we need to have other places that we've got money and having an emergency fund is a great way to do that. And just because you're retired doesn't mean that, you know, we no longer need an emergency fund anymore. That is going to continue as well as you go forward. So you always have place to pull money from so we don't have to put it on a credit card or something like that. Oh, and speaking of credit cards, what about tackling your debt? That's crucial, isn't it? It is. Um, you know, being proactive in managing your debt. I mean, if, if you're in a good place now, we sit down with a lot of families that are in a pretty good place. But if you've got debt leading into retirement, now is the time to really buckle down, get diligent about paying that off. You know, there's a couple different ways you can do that. You know, you can kind of aim for the highest interest rate. That's where my mind goes, just to save the most money. Other people find that it's beneficial to kind of tackle the lowest debt, now, while you're not tackling the most money out of your pocket, you're tackling and kind of building this snowball effect of feeling like you're getting somewhere because it's like, hey, we paid one off. Now we're going to the next lowest. We paid one off and you snowball that into the next one um, because having less debt is going to be so much more helpful when you go into retirement and you're living on a fixed income. Absolutely true. And of course, uh, consulting a person like Luke or Sam or Andy about, uh, well, what is the effective way uh, to uh, reduce your debt? Uh, that is also good. All right. Make sure you're on track with your goals because uh, sometimes those goals can change and you've got to be aware of uh, being malleable with them. Yeah. No matter where you are, right? Whether you're leading up to retirement, whether you're in retirement, you know, you might have some goals. Those can change over time. So revisiting them, resitting down if you're married with a spouse to say, what are our goals? And does our financial plan, does our ash assets and income all line up with that? Because at the end of the day, we need to be realistic about our goals as well. And working with a planner, working with an advisor can help that. Um, we've seen lots of different market changes and many other factors. These can also cause deviations in our plan. Um, you know, a, a year like 2022 with markets and bond markets and equity markets being as volatile as they are, you know, 
you you better have a good plan and a good set of goals in place. Otherwise, that could could derail things. Um, a few other factors and things to consider. Um, you know, just revisiting this it goes kind of without saying, but you just want to see if you're on track. You know, maybe you had a goal, but now it's it's been two, three, five years. Are we still on track? Are we still trending in the way that you should be going? Um, because most people in the back of their mind are concerned about running out of money before they pass away, before they leave this earth, making sure everything is aligned and in good order. Absolutely. And that includes revisiting your asset allocation, right? It does. I mean, if in real estate, I talk about this all the time, but if I like the analogy of in real estate, there's re, three really important things, location, location, location. In investing, in the planning world for, from your asset standpoint, it's all about asset allocation. And if that's the case, that means you need to review your asset allocation to ensure that it's in line with your current life stage and your goals. You want to assess the distribution of the investments in equities, in fixed income, in cash, you know, in what proportion do you own these different things? That is critical, not just what you own, but the proportion that you own it. You know, want to tailor your asset allocation to reflect your proximity to retirement and other milestones. It's not just about picking an arbitrary number. Generally, the closer you get to retirement, you're going to want to start to back that off and, and change the blend. But every one of you is so unique. Your appetite is different. So that should be reflected in the things that you own and how you own them. Absolutely. Talking to Luke Van Abel here of Dual Financial Strategies about what you should be thinking about uh, as you approach retirement, if it's going to be in 2024. And uh, again, it never hurts to establish or uh, revisit your estate plan and also update and review your life insurance policies. Both are uh, very, very, very important. They are. I mean, if if I see anything with the families that I sit down with, it's that seven and 10 have not done estate planning or have not revisited it recently. So this is one of those things where I know it's on your radar to get done and you just got to do it. You got to get the will or the trust and the powers of attorney and all that in place. Um, and life insurance, you're probably not thinking about this in terms of, you know, needing a death benefit anymore. But are you concerned about long-term care? Are you concerned about um, leaving a legacy? Are you concerned about tax-free income? Those are the reasons we start to explore those alternative tools in life insurance. Um, and just you want to get a second opinion on that to make sure that what you have, if you have life insurance, is positioned right. And if you don't have an area covered, that it's getting addressed now uh, versus, you know, when you're a year before having Alzheimer's or something else that could could have a big impact on your financial legacy. Absolutely true. And so uh, very quickly, what can you do for our listeners uh, when we package it all? Well, when we package it all, I mean, if if you're looking for a place that just is not focusing on one area that can capture all the different areas of retirement, you want to work with somebody who's independent, who's a fiduciary, who can do what's in your best interest. That's what we're here for. That's what we've been doing for more than 23 years. Give our office a call. We'd be happy to sit down. No cost, no obligation. Have a conversation. What you hear on the radio is what you get when you come in. No fancy sales pitches. Just 
let's start with a conversation. See what your goals are. See where it takes us. And if we can help, we'll talk about maybe you becoming a client. But let's. it all starts with a conversation, Chuck. Absolutely true. And it all starts with that phone number to make that conversation a reality at 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486. It's Dual Financial Strategies. And as Luke said, over 23 years of experience as fiduciaries, which means you come first. It starts with a conversation. It's, talk, it's about comfortability uh, between you and he and Sam and Andy, uh, because they want to construct a retirement lifestyle review that is uh, custom made for you, because it is all about your retirement. So whether you're in the Green Bay area, the Appleton area, anywhere in the Fox Valley, they've got offices in Appleton and Green Bay, and they're willing to uh, meet with you at no cost, no obligation to discuss your plans for retirement. It's 866-203-7486. What's coming up next, Luke? When we come back, the 13 most important retirement planning questions and answers to all of them. We kick off the list right after this. Your retirement continuing. I'm Chuck Caton along with Luke Van Abel in studio all alone uh, with Sam Dool and Andy Schooler out on assignment for Dool's Financial Strategies. And remember that number in case uh, you missed it before the break. It's 866. It's a toll-free number. Uh, 866-203-7486. It's all about your retirement. And they've got offices in Green Bay and Appleton. So uh, we're happy that you're with us. Uh, here as we approach uh, the holiday season. Well, invest in the future. Don't dilute your finances, your 401k, and make sure it's all low risk. That's what Kendrick Lamar once said, but that's uh, sometimes easier said than done. But if you're diligent about it, it can be done because when it comes to retirement planning, there's a lot of factors to take into account. And a simple Google search will uh, leave you with hundreds of thousands of questions. Uh, so it, uh, you'll scratch your head and probably be more confused than before you went on uh, that Google search. And so while the questions matter, the source from which you're getting your answers uh, matters even more. So what do you need to know? Luke's going to come up with it because he's compiled a list of important retirement planning questions, and he's going to answer them and add valuable insight, as always, uh, because that is what he does as a uh, financial professional. So you're ready for the 13 questions here, Luke, that uh, you've come up with and uh, enlighten our audience about. So, uh, and I think you've approached this earlier in the program. Uh, you mentioned when you talk to people, you first of all find out, as you said in that first discussion, when do you want to retire? I mean, that's so simple. Yet it's difficult for some people who want to continue to work or maybe have a hybrid retirement. Yeah, we're, t we're talking about the 13 things, Chuck, here. And, you know, we're not going to have all the answers today, but we are going to start to point you in the right direction. I am with, with responses to these questions. And, you know, when you want to retire is a great place to start uh, because it has a huge bearing on your planning, planning process, what that's going to look like. Um, how long your assets are going to last. And you've got to start with a snapshot. So we may as well start with your desire. Um, you need to be realistic, but um, we'll start with that desire. And then from there, if it looks good, you know, if we go through that retirement lifestyle review 
and your age with everything else that you have um, looks good, well, then you know that you've got the freedom and flexibility to stay working only if you want to. Otherwise, you're free to retire before that. But if it's not looking good, then some adjustments, some tweaks might need to be made to the age in which you retire. Maybe you can't retire at that age. Absolutely. So that leads us into how much have you saved for retirement? Because I think that's linked to when you want to retire. It certainly is. You know, it's not just about how much, but how much do you have in each of the three buckets of money out there, pre-tax, taxable, tax-free, and in what proportion they are. Um, So that's something we have to look at as well as the age. All right. The next question is of our 13, uh, how much do you need to retire comfortably or at least to maintain your current lifestyle? Well, once we know when, once we know how much you have, then we need to know how much it costs you to live. So not what you think you will need to live, but how much have you been living on minus the things that may go away? You know, this is a little bit different way of thinking about it, but we want to get to a realistic, how much are you going to be living on once you are retired? This is a critical step in the process. Under or over projecting has adverse effects for different reasons. And of course, there's some flexibility, but ultimately how much you need is going to determine how much you need to comfortably have in the form of dollars and cents in your IRAs and 401ks. But that's different for everybody because some people need 20000 a year. Some people might need 120000 a year. So we've got to start with how much you're going to need. And a lot of people are under the misconception, as we mentioned so many times before, Luke, that they think they're going to spend less in retirement. Well, do you want if you well, if they put a number on it, well, I'll only need 75 or 80 percent of the kind of money that I need now. Well, do you only want 75 or 80 percent of a comfortable retirement? Uh, uh, yeah. You know, you know, you have to pay stuff, so you got to consider that too. And absolutely, uh, number four is how many years are you planning to be retired? For how many yeah. years are you planning to be retired? Uh, again, a simple question, but tough to answer for a lot of people. It is, and this, yeah, this is tough. We don't know for sure, right? However, based on what you know today, your lifestyle, your family history, but you got to be smart about that, right? If 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 mom or grandpa smoke two packs a day and you don't, right? We've got to take take that and factor that in. But how long do you think you'll live? Remember, early 80s is the average. So do you think you're a little healthier than average? Not as healthy as average. That's a good place to start. Absolutely true. All right. Uh, Again, number five on that list of 13 questions you've got to consider here with your approach retirement is uh, you got to know how much risk you want to take. What is your risk tolerance? Right. Revisiting this um, is so important, especially as you've come through this growth and accumulation phase and now you're thinking about retirement. We think about this different. Think about it this way, folks. You've got a, a speedometer in the car and if it goes from one to 99 miles per hour, where do you think you would fall from a risk standpoint? Where and where does each of your holdings fall? Where does your risk fall now in the assets that you own? That's what we've got to start to determine. Because are you starting to pull ease back on that throttle a little bit? Are you still comfortable with that level of risk? Having a proper risk speed, so to speak, will help you optimize your return and help you sleep better at night for the next 20 to 30 years of voluntary unemployment that we call retirement. Yeah. Do you want to go 30 miles an hour, 60 miles an hour, or crank it up to 90? That's the key. All right. Number six on the list is which investments or savings vehicles are you using to build your retirement income? Do you know? 
Well, as an independent firm, the beauty is we have the largest toolbox of investments and tools to help create and help people retire and stay retired. We are not restricted by one manufacturer of tools, so to speak, right? We don't just have one tool. We don't have just mutual funds. We don't just have one team of people managing money. We don't just have one company that might put together some safe tools for you. So do you want just one crescent wrench in that toolbox or do you want one of many sizes to make sure you've got the right fit for the job that you're doing at dual strategies we have access to most every tool that exists and this allows us to put together custom plans that are catered to the individual to the family whatever they might be looking for and to learn more about that you can schedule a time to get the nitty-gritty on the tools that we use 866-203-7486 is that number number seven on the list is how do you plan to manage taxes in retirement well, my goal is to reduce your lifetime tax bill, not just your tax bill this year or next year. You've likely been doing that already in your current contributions. The, the line of thinking that most of us have while we're working is, well, how can we get our tax burden down this year? But that is what we call tax preparation. What we're talking about with, with managing your taxes and your lifetime tax bill is tax planning. It's the time where we zoom out. We want to start planning for taxes 10, 20 years down the road. Why is that, Chuck? Because Social Security, required distributions, pensions, all these things in addition to your 401k and IRA distributions are taxable. So we got to kind of zoom out and plan for that. All right. We talked about this earlier, too. Number eight on that 13 question list is do you have a legacy plan or an estate plan in place? Often important. Oh, very important, especially with the, the rules that have changed with the SECURE Act. January 1st, 2020, the first SECURE Act went through. Second version, January 1st, 2023, earlier this year. And so if you haven't revis revisited your estate plan in the last four years, now's the time to do that. If you don't have an estate plan done, it's time to just get it done. All right. You're under 62. When do you plan to take Social Security is another question you need to answer. Yeah, Social Security, one of the number one sources of income that most families will have throughout retirement. So do you think it's important? Absolutely. Don't assume, though, that taking Social Security at 62 is going to be the right answer. Uh, just over half from the, the numbers I've seen, about 55% of people take their Social Security at 62, depending on your assets, depending on your goals, um, many other factors. Are you married? Are you not married? Should determine when you're going to take that social security payment because you are essentially starting that locking it in for the rest of your life or a spouse's life and so when you start is absolutely critical what about this one do you have outstanding debt here we go again we talked about it in the last segment and if you do uh, do you plan to manage this debt before or during retirement how so yeah so managing your debt is critical as you're you know as the the light is at the end of the tunnel for retirement you've got to start in my opinion to divide this debt out there's there's better debt and not so good debt you know if you have a mortgage and it's at a reasonable interest rate you know kudos to you i would put that in the i won't say good but certainly better debt category but if you've got a bunch of other debts and we know that you know you're going to be on a fixed income in retirement it is 
prioritizing having a plan for reducing that debt because you know credit cards all these things they can carry some pretty significant balances and it's hard to keep our head above water if we're taking on too much debt and carry too much debt in right. retirement absolutely what are the plans for health care long-term care that's uh, crucial yeah, most people don't have a plan. They assume it's going to be the other guy that's going to need it, not them. But we tout all the time, 7 and 10 are going to need this. So, And the best time to do it is now because we're all getting older. The older we get, the more expensive it's going to get. So have a plan for it. Either get insurance, talk to us about insurance, talk to us about alternative tools that you can use for this that you're not just pouring sand down a rat hole. Or if you're going to self-insure, then let's have a plan for that as well um, to 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 meet your needs. And finally, what accounts do you plan to draw from and in what order when you enter retirement? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, a lot of people, their plan is just, well, don't take any assets or don't take any more assets than you need to. And we'll kick the tax can down the road and, and, and waiting to take those distributions until we're forced to. But I think we got to flip that script a little bit, start to look at what it would mean to take some distributions, use the current favorable tax situation that we're in right now i know it doesn't feel like it to maybe pull some money out if we can do it in a tax advantaged way again we're looking at lifetime tax bill not just your tax bill this year and that's why luke and andy and sam can help you at dual financial strategies answer these questions consider these questions tackle these uh, assignments as you approach retirement with a retirement lifestyle review and you can get that at no cost no obligation by uh, making a phone call to get the appointment either at the green bay office or the appleton office uh, because it is your retirement it is uh, unique to you it's 866-203-7486 that's 866-203-7486 Fast moving show, Luke, what's coming up next? Income in retirement is critical. Most agree that having dividend paying stock investments are good, but there has to be more. We cover that and more right after this. Your retirement continuing. I'm Chuck Caton, along with Luke Van Abel, who's in studio all alone today. Uh, once again, uh, Dual Financial Strategies, uh, Sam Dual, Andy Schooler out on assignment. And remember that number is 866-203-7486. No cost, no obligation. It's completely complimentary. Whether you want to visit uh, Luke or Andy or Sam uh, in Green Bay or Appleton, they've got offices there. Uh, again, the Retirement Lifestyle Review is yours at no cost, no obligation, and saving for retirement has certainly evolved over the years. That is key. Uh, but uh, many of the strategies for building a nest egg for retirement haven't been able to withstand the volatility of today's markets. Uh, it's been a little bit different here in the last few years. As you know, uh, just like it was in 08 and 09, just like it was in 01 and 02, but stocks are great. But in order to ensure your retirement can weather the ups and downs and still generate the kind of income you need, there has to be more to your portfolio than stocks. So diversification, diversifying assets is a key, right, Luke? It certainly is. And not only do we want diversification among the things that we own within our accounts, we also want diversification among the types of accounts that we have. So the different three tax buckets that I talk about. But yes, we want, as we've heard, kind of finance 101, we want to have many different eggs, many different baskets, um, especially now. I mean, you have worked far too hard for the last 20, 30, 40, 50 years to go into retirement 
and take on more risk, not have a diversified strategy, and then get hammered like many people have in the past. And then they're looking at, well, gosh, am I going to have to go back to work? That should not be an option. That should not be on the table at all at this point. That's why you want to have a good diversified strategy using a variety of different tools. Like we talked about in previous segments, um, the advantage to working with somebody at an independent financial advisory firm is that they have a very large toolbox. They have a lot of different tools that they can use. That's what we have at Dual Financial Strategies. We can go out and find most every tool in the market and use it. Why? Because it's going to provide diversification. It allows us to customize plans to meet the needs of our individual in families um, and those who trust us. Absolutely true. And again, there's something that I think a lot of people are confused by as they approach retirement, and that is the uh, uh, sequence of um, uh, return risk. Return risk, exactly. And uh, when you're diversifying, you've got to consider that as well, uh, because uh, sometimes if you uh, draw from the wrong place at the wrong time and you only have stocks, uh, you're really limiting yourself to the market and uh, really exposed in a negative way. You are. Yes. And first, you know, you bring up a good point, Chuck. Sequence of return risk is just we don't know how the market's going to return money. Right. And if the market returns poor returns early in retirement and then it gets better later on, that is a much harder situation uh, for your money to last than if the opposite were to happen. So because we don't know the way the market's going to return money, we have to be careful about the things that we own. We can't just own 100% of any one asset class. doesn't matter how good it is. doesn't matter what we think the returns could be. If we're concerned about our money lasting and ensuring that we're going to have adequate income to retire, not just net worth, but income, then we've got to explore other tools than just stocks or mutual funds because there are many others out there. Well, we always talk about the old bromide. Don't put all those eggs in one basket because if you trip and fall, they're all going to break. <laughs> so right. you can't do that. And that's why you need, ladies and gentlemen, the uh, uh, consultation from a fiduciary firm like Dual Financial Strategies. And 866-203-7486 is the number to make that no-cost, no-obligation appointment with Sam, Andy, or Luke about your retirement. If you're about four or five years away, uh, th this is the time to be thinking about what you're going to do once you have to start paying yourself. Now, what about separating income from investments here? Because uh, that's something we're going to sort out here as you uh, get in uh, to uh, the retirement phase of your life. It is. Um, your retirement portfolio should really be divided into two components. So imagine two buckets of money, if you will, kind of that income portion and then that growth portion. Um, you know, just as, you know, it sounds the income part of your portfolio, that's money that you'll be pulling from to live on. Now, the tools you use in that income bucket are probably going to be a lot different than that growth portion or the discretionary portion of your wealth. So once we understand how much you need, then there should be a portion that is just meant to cover your food, clothing and shelter. You probably don't want to take as much risk with that because most of us don't want to go and, you know, not have a roof over our head. Once we've got our needs covered, once we've got our basic um, food, clothing and shelter covered, then we can maybe take a little bit more risk or some risk within your comfort level 
on the growth or discretionary portion of your assets. And this brings us to um, a good point about um, also asking, what's the purpose, right? That's what I'm talking about. What's the purpose of this money? Purpose determines placement. Purpose determines what tools you're going to use. That is why Sam coined the book that he did. And um, you can receive a free copy of that book when you come in to our office to discuss your financial situation. And it's in its third printing right now. Uh, so it's been very popular. And that's, again, a premium you can receive, as Luke just mentioned, when you make that phone call at 866-203-7486. To get that, uh, again, complimentary assessment of your retirement, because it is all about purpose determining placement. And, uh, you know, you've got to make sure that you want to explore all the different avenues that you've said before so that you'll have enough funds in the income portion to sustain your income long enough to wait. Uh, when we talk about stocks, you might want to have to sell stocks at some time. And you know, it's just not a good idea to have all those uh, eggs in one basket. And really, you should take off your blinders, right, Luke, and uh, embrace annuities, because I think some annuities get a bad name, and some for good reason and some for bad reason, but I think everybody puts the annuity uh, term into one basket themselves, and it's not necessarily so. That is so true, Chuck. Um, you know, annuities are all around us. A pension is an annuity. Social Security is an annuity. Um, but there are four different types of annuities, um, and if you think high fees, there are certain annuities that have really high fees, like like the variable annuity. Um, not that it, I mean, it doesn't serve a place for most of the families we serve, um, but maybe for somebody, probably not. <laughs> but, <laughs> I was going to say, I, I, I dare you to come up with a yeah, circumstance. I, there is a, there yeah. isn't a scenario where a variable annuity would work, because in my opinion, what a variable annuity is, is mutual funds wrapped inside of an insurance company's wrapper. So yeah, if right. you're comfortable with the market, just go out and buy the, the mutual funds and, and cut the insurance company out of there. However, if you are getting a little bit more worried about risk, you want to kind of back off on the risk. There are some fantastic tools with fixed in the name. And if it's got fixed in the name, that means that you can't lose your principal. So fixed annuities, fixed indexed annuities, these can be a fantastic tool. Um, everybody's a little bit different. How much should you have of them? Should you have them? That's a great discussion to have. But don't think about annuities in terms of, well, all annuities are bad. They're not all bad because you're not turning down Social Security and you're not turning down the pension if you've got it. So just keep an open mind. Have a discussion. Ask some questions um, about them to see if they might have a place in your portfolio. Absolutely true. And uh, 866-203-7486 is the phone number to reach uh, uh, any one of Dual Financial Strategies fine counselors, uh, uh, fiduciaries, if you will, like Luke Van Abel, like Sam Dual, like Andy Schooler in that Retirement Lifestyle Review. And uh, when you talked about Sam's book, Purpose Determines Placement, that that is such an apropos um, uh, title for a book. Uh, because it is all about where, uh, what, what do you want to do with the money in retirement? You're paying yourself, and that's the key. And I guess uh, you can close this segment out by giving us the bottom line on this, uh, Luke. The bottom line is that retirement planning is just like everything else in our life. It has evolved. It is different than it once was. We don't have double-digit interest rates anymore. We have higher inflation. 
we have all these other factors that maybe your parents didn't have, um, which made retirement a lot easier. If you can get 10% return on a very risk-free asset, well, it doesn't take a Mensa candidate to plan for retirement. We are in a much different circumstance now. There's so many other things to consider. Um, Certainly the tax piece, certainly the investment piece, everything we've talked about on this segment needs to be included. We can't just isolate and say, well, we're only going to focus on the investments, which the vast majority of you have been doing with your 401ks and so forth. Now it's time to zoom out. We've got to explore and make sure all these different areas, um, think of it as like a bunch of different puzzle pieces spread around on the table. We've got to make sure that those puzzle pieces are going to work together so that you can keep the majority of the money that you've worked hard for. We keep appointment times available on our schedule to have these discussions. So reach out, get a time on the schedule. It's not going to happen in the next couple days because of the holidays, because of the end of the year. But call in now, get on the calendar for the new year. And we would be happy to sit down and start that retirement planning process with you. Absolutely true. And, of course, the tenor of our discussion today as we uh, wrap up 2023 is to look ahead to 2024. So uh, if you've got to uh, uh, take a look at your situation and you're thinking about retiring in the next couple of years or so, now is the time to make that no-cost, no-obligation appointment uh, to meet with either Sam, Andy, or Luke at Dual Financial Strategies because they have over 23 years of experience as fiduciary and they've helped people like you in the Fox Valley. Now, they've got a Green Bay office, they've got an Appleton office, and a retirement lifestyle review is uh, uh, yours. It's being offered at no cost, no obligation, including that book that uh, Luke talked about that Sam penned uh, called Purpose Determines Placement. And it'll all come together for you when you get that no cost, no obligation. Sit down with them at 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486, and it's Dual Financial Strategies at your service uh, here in the Fox Valley, and uh, you'll be glad that uh, you visited with them as you prepare for your retirement. Well, it's been a good show so far, but we've got one more segment. Listeners have questions. We've got answers. That and more coming up right after this on Your Retirement Radio, where we help people in or near retirement. Along with Luke Van Abel, who is in studio by himself this week uh, for Dual Financial Strategies on Your Retirement. This is Your Retirement Radio, and it's 866-203-7486. That is the toll-free number. Uh, to get that no cost, no obligation appointment. So, uh, again, don't procrastinate. I know uh, you've got a lot of things on your mind. We've had the holiday season uh, coming and going, and uh, you're coming and going as well uh, in uh, the pursuit of happiness as we uh, wrap up 2023 and look ahead to a more prosperous 2024. So if that's going to be the year you're going to retire, then uh, I can tell you, that uh, you should visit, if you haven't already, uh, with uh, uh, the people at uh, Dual Financial Strategies, 866-203-7486. Well, speaking of questions and answers, before we get to some of our listeners uh, here, Luke, um, it's uh, Sean Hannity of uh, Fox, 
explained the troubles that uh, many Americans are facing right now, specifically uh, with their finances, as he discussed it on a recent show. 61% of Americans now are living paycheck to paycheck. Many other Americans are not making ends meet every month for their bare necessities. You see people now putting bare necessities on their credit cards, they're cashing in their pensions early, uh, and it's costing them a fortune. If you're not going to face the truth and the truth is just bad, how do you fix it? All right, I just had to get your thoughts, Luke, on this clip because I think uh, a lot of people can relate to this picture that Mr. Hannity painted. So what are your thoughts on this question that Sean leaves us with uh, in the clip? Well, I mean, I hope that if you are nearing retirement or in retirement, um, that maybe you're in a, a different phase of your life, that, that hopefully you've made some better choices over time. Hopefully you've got that emergency fund. Um, but I do see the stats all the time that many people are living paycheck to paycheck um, as a function of inflation. And it's just harder today to live with everything ramping up. But we also have to be smart. We also have to um, delay some gratification to put ourselves in a better position. And the vast majority of families that we sit down with, Chuck, um, they tend to have those things in place. Not all of them, but the vast majority of them have been around the block a time or two. Um, maybe they've made some right decisions. Maybe they've had some luck on their side, um, but they're, they've positioned themselves pretty well. But if you haven't, if you are living pay, paycheck to paycheck, help help put some things in place, take some baby steps to get the emergency fund, get that debt paid off so that you can get out of that hamster wheel and start making some real progress towards the retirement that you deserve. Yeah, you don't want that two steps uh, up, one step back routine going. Uh, no way. <laughs> at all. All right, let's go to Harvey and Nina now with our first of four questions uh, here on your retirement. Uh, Harvey says, should I elect to put my bonus into my 401k. Uh, I've heard conflicting advice about this, but I don't understand what the downside would be. Luke? Hi, Harvey. Um, well, the so-called financial wisdom here would be, you know, put as much into that 401k as possible. You know, you can reduce your tax liability now, especially if you're in, you know, a 22% tax bracket or higher. But this leads us down the path of when do we want the tax benefit? Do we want the tax benefit now? Do we want that at some point in the future? And based on that, um, we also want to know what will your tax situation look like down the road as well? Um, it really depends, though, on your situation. How old are you now? I don't know that, Harvey. When do you plan to retire? Uh, what other assets do you have? Um, all these things start to play a part in that because if, if, we, if I give you a little history lesson on taxes, over the last 110 years, if I look at the tax rates, we're at some of the lowest levels right now. And if that's the case, if we're just going to dump that bonus into the 401k, well, it feels really good right now. We've invested it. We've gotten a tax deduction for it. But is that the right place for it? Or is based on what I think or what you might think about our future tax rate and where your potential retirement income could be with Social Security, with pensions, with the retirement assets that you have. If you're thinking about putting your bonus in your 401k, you've probably saved a substantial amount of money. And so we have to determine where the best place to put that is uh, for the long term, not just this year. All right, let's go to Swamico now where Peyton is. Uh, and he says, I'd like to do a Roth conversion this year for the first time. 
Uh, is this as simple as withdrawing up to the amount that puts me at the top of the tax bracket? Uh, I'm uh, in without the conversion, so uh, I want to know uh, what you feel about this, and I want to thank you in advance. Hi, Peyton. Um, it would be great if it were just that easy. Um, doing an actual Roth conversion is a lot like retiring in the sense that it's simple to do. Um, however, like we talk about on the radio, staying retired is more of the challenging part. And uh, on the same coin with the Roth conversion, determining whether you should or how much of a Roth conversion you should do is an altogether different scenario. The things you want to consider or talk to a financial professional about is what's your current versus your retirement income. Um, and not just the amount of income you will make the first year of retirement. So again, we want to zoom out. We want to look at many different years. You know, what's it going to look like when you've, you're collecting that social security and those required distributions? Other things to consider. How much do you have in Roth accounts now versus how much is traditional that's going to play a part how, how big of a of a pre-tax kick in the tax can down the road bucket do we have that's going to determine the priority the more and the greater proportion that you have there that's going to help shift the tide and maybe you want you might not want to just maximize one tax bracket maybe you want to go into another tax bracket but we've got to think about that in terms of all the other factors um, it's not just a maximize one tax bracket and move on we need to consider these other factors to ensure that you're not paying more than your fair share of taxes. And remember that with a Roth conversion, you can convert a dollar or you can convert all of it. But somewhere in between is maybe the right answer. And that could be different every single year. And the thing you got to remember is you got to claim that on your taxes, too, because when you put you that do. conversion in there, you're paying taxes on that money. And that's something right now that I'm in the process of doing for my wife, who had a regular IRA, and we're converting it over now because, as you've said before, and a lot of other people, uh, taxes are on sale right now. So, and the other thing to consider, too, is that there's two different ways to pay the taxes. One is better. One is more optimal. And so that's a factor in how much you convert, how you're going to pay the taxes. Mm, very good. All right, let's go to Appleton. Terry's there, and uh, Terry wants to know, at what age do uh, RMDs kick in? I'm 67 right now. Now, what kinds of accounts do they apply to? I've got a mix of Roth and conventional IRAs, some 401ks, annuities, totaling about a million dollars uh, with about $500,000 in cash accounts. So how do you calculate that RMD? Uh, can you help me? Uh, and will this help or hurt me uh, in terms of uh, the amount I have? Terry, if you were born in the 50s, so 1951 to 1959, uh, which my math says that you fell into that range, then your required minimum distribution age right now is 73 years old. This follows the two changes that have been made um, to the RMD ages over the last four years. And calculating that required distribution First, you need to separate out your pre-tax accounts from the rest of your accounts. And then you need to pull up the uniform lifetime table to determine the factor that you need to divide those pre-tax accounts by to determine how much needs to flow out of those accounts on an annualized basis. So that's the, the sort of the steps in the process. Um, you, know, you know, having a good chunk of money good problem to have but the more you've got in pre-tax the more you're going to pay in taxes so you need to start thinking maybe about how do you keep more of that money not pay that 
too much money in taxes um, come required minimum distribution time because the other uh, factor that's involved is that every year we get older, what that uniform lifetime table says is that the amount we're dividing our portfolio by is getting smaller. And when we divide by a smaller number, the result is a bigger number. So they're going to force you to take out a little bit more every single year. All right. Somebody would want to know who calculates that. Does a financial advisor calculate that uh, for their client or, or how do they actually calculate their actual uh, RMD? Yeah. So most institutions will send you uh, when it's RMD time a letter. But if you're, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years before required distribution time, then the help of financial advisor can be critical to project this out um, to see what that's going to mm -hmm. be down the road based on what your assets could be worth so that we can start to say, okay, well, we think we're going to be in this tax bracket. And where, where is the government going to have our tax bracket? All these things need to be factored in. All right. And finally, Angie in Green Bay says, what's going to happen to retirement accounts in this market? Angie, well, that is the million dollar question, if I've ever heard it. Um, if only we knew exactly what the markets were going to do. What I do know is that we need to begin to think about and take control of the things that we have control over, like risk, like not just owning many different things that have overlap because they are inside of a mutual fund. So I see this all the time. People own a basket of different mutual funds. Maybe there's a manager in place, but those managers don't talk to each other. So you've got the same mutual, you got the same stock holding or bond holdings across the dozen different mutual funds that you have. So I'm seeing more people of late with significantly more risk than they are comfortable with because someone told them that they were in this so-called uh, proper risk zone. So what do you need to do? You need to reevaluate your risk. You need to get a second opinion on your risk. Um, we use that risk speedometer that I alluded to earlier in the show. So if you haven't heard that, go back and listen to that um, through our podcast. Um, and we can help determine what's your risk speed now? What's your appetite for speed? And how does that compare to how much speed your portfolio or the individual holdings you have inside of your account are? We can control that. So let's start with that and get it positioned the best way for you with diversification, with all the other financial tools out there that exist, and with an independent approach to be able to do what's in your best interest both now and for the next 30 years. All right, that's called the Risk Elizer, and it's Dual Financial Strategies, and their number is 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486. No cost, no obligation, whether you're in Green Bay, Appleton, or anywhere in between in the Fox Valley. It's all about your retirement, and Dual Financial Strategies, with over 23 years of experience, uh, is going to help you out. So make that no cost, no obligation phone call and appointment for the first of the year, and uh, do it soon. Uh, and 866-203-7486 is the number to do so. Well, Luke, it's been a great show. And uh, again, your final thoughts. Thank you for listening. It's been a wonderful year. Um, I know we've got a few weeks left of 2023, but it's winding down. Look forward to talking to you, helping you, getting to know your situation in 2024. Investment advisory services offered through Dual Financial Strategies, LLC, a Wisconsin Registered Investment Advisor.
Dual Financial Strategies does not provide legal or tax advice. Investment advisor representatives of Dual Financial Strategies may only conduct business with residents of the states and jurisdictions in which they are properly registered. Insurance and annuity products are sold through Dual Financial Strategies.